like two, it, 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 like it just wasn't that good. Um, in terms of like the fast food chicken sandwich, I think. Uh, okay. My favorite by I far. I mean, it's Popeye's is, chicken just on bread. How do you fuck that up? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not like a. That big should be pretty easy. Popeye's fan in general. Um, I think that's part of the problem. Uh, okay. Because I, I think it's the Popeye's by us. It's just never good. Um, yeah. Well, it ain't down here. Yeah. It's not an authentic Popeye's. Right. Yeah. That's the the problem. Hi. Hey. Hello. Welcome to the Rockcast. 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 Ah! Uh, joining me today is our new co-host who will be with, uh, with me for the foreseeable future, Spencer Forever. Gelly. How's it going? Yeah. Man? Hey, what's up, man? Um, I'm on the Rockcast now. My brain it hasn't been fully rotted, but it's in the you know the larval stages of rotting. My um, you know what? I had a, a like a nice moment of Zen today. There was no ringing in my ear. I wasn't like thinking about Jeffrey Epstein. I, you know, everything was quiet. I was really at peace. And then, and then you woke up, right? <laughs> no, I like this was awake. It was really nice. Um, then you know, believe it or not, I was at the Ohio BMV yet the other day, and um, I I, I think that was like a cure for all of my brain rot because I it was like bizarrely Zen engaging in bureaucracy. I um. <laughs> Um, so Spencer Gelly, he has been my best friend or one of my best friends, I guess, since we okay, were... I was flattered and then you just fucking tore me apart. Thanks. <laughs> since we were in high school together, we met together in our freshman year history class. And now we're discussing civics online to a bunch of people who have brains that have been zombified by per- being perpetually online. A uh, little context, right? I live in New Orleans right now. Um, so I'll frequently be talking about things that are going down around here. So if I talk about something, you have no idea what it is. It's probably just a weird Southern thing. Right. And it's always good to have a little bit of a different perspective too. being from the Midwest and being a chronic Midwest boy. I feel like my brain is often entangled in this corn imbroglio and, uh, it's nice to just get some, uh, get a different perspective, get a sight from what's happening outside of ohio and a little bit more of a local level yeah and boy things are fucked down here yeah things are really fucked things are fucked across the country um but fucked in different ways yeah yeah if you haven't heard a very special person died recently jeffrey epstein he's been on all the news all the tv he's been on cbs at one in the morning when i'm at work and i'm on break and he's a notorious shithead and so i think first we're gonna try to work out our theories on jeffrey epstein's death was it suicide was it murder was his body swapped with the a um a lookalike corpse what's going on with that oh uh, well we do know one thing he rode kermit sewer slide shouting in his cell very sus super sus he was talk heard talking with his lawyer about how like very confident he is that he's alive and that people can't hurt him or touch him, and uh, and then he just died. Um, yeah, he just uh, his, his he just did that. Yeah. So, do you think he rode the uh, sewer slide, or do you think he was murked? I honestly, I have no idea, but the world is so insane, and there are so many powerful people involved with him. That I'm willing to believe literally anything. 
Right. I'm in the same boat. There's a lot that happened. Really, I mean, it just matters that the case is over and they can't really indict anybody because of him. But That's I think, what's important. Yeah, there are a couple interesting cases to be made for both sides of the argument. I think I'm going to start off with suicide. There was no dead man switch, which a dead man switch, when you die, it's supposed to release all the dirty secrets you have. And so far, it at least hasn't come out. There's been no scathing black book leaks. There's been no, like secret pictures of Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew having sex with each other with both, uh, you know, doing disgusting, deplorable acts. Not that homosexuality is disgusting, just based on the nature of Epstein. But just Bill Clinton having sex is disgusting. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, and I think another logical uh, or another backing point for this is just, like, his sick and perverse sense of loyalty to all of these people. I mean, he was essentially indoctrinated into this cult of wealthy people when Les Wexner brought him up to do his bidding of whatever it is he needed to be done. So out of essentially being groomed for the last 40 years to kill yourself when things go wrong i think that's like a shitty shitty samurai yeah yeah like a really shitty samurai and you know william barr's dad also helped usher jeff jeffrey epstein into this world of sickos um he gave him his first job teaching at a prestigious new york private school teaching math there so all these people are connected so who also it is worth it is worth noting that uh william barr is not or he's the what secretary of uh prisons in this country? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sus? Right. Super sus. Super sus. And, like, William Barr's dad was, uh, I think, uh, very high up or, like, the leader of the OSS, maybe. Precursor. What is the OSS? Um, it was, like, the... It's the organization from Spy Kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, Ugh. like, the American precursor to the FBI and this, or the CIA. Um, it, it was just, like, a network, uh, like, a spy network during World War II. Um, okay. And beyond until the CIA got its start and was put together and did all that cool shit like uh overthrowing democratically elected governments with the most tepid of socialist reforms right and abducting people and feeding them lsd to see if that could give them mind control powers are that's really my case for epstein committing suicide was that he was brainwashed uh, also why after 40 years of like running an international pedophile ring would you suddenly decide to have a change of heart and talk to the cops like that doesn't make sense. There's no way he was about to flip and change that. No way. Absolutely not. It like who does that? Who who flips after being one of the richest, most powerful men in the world? Who flips? Yeah, and I also don't buy the suicide theory because like you really think he's going to go to like real prison? No, absolutely no. not. No way. He's yeah. too rich, he's too powerful, he's too uh high profile. Yeah. He would go to like lollipop minimum security prison where they only serve paella once a week <laughs> and it would just be like you know jail but you can still do whatever you want like you could still access the outside world and be a creep and you play badminton with other rich guys who did something terrible right yeah exactly Like he's not gonna go to like freaking real people jail where you get arrested for selling like a gram of weed no epstein is not going to that uh kind of prison which is, unfortunately, that would be awesome. I would love to have Jeffrey Epstein be a prison bitch. <laughs> right. Just, you know, that'd be good karma. Getting him into prison is like a way to isolate him and kill him. Cause, right. Right. Uh, that's, an, that's another reason, a, a pro reason for why he was murked. Powers that be wanted him dead to protect their self-interest. Maybe he had some secrets he was even keeping from them. Dead Man Switch, The Little Black Book. 
whatever's blackmail possibly it murdering him also makes sense if he is running a blackmail ring it ends all of their indictments clinton crime family has a history of murdering people murdering people they don't agree with I, you know what? i don't really think that donald trump has a history of murdering people correct me if I'm i don't wrong. think donald trump is that i don't want to say he's not that evil but, but like he's he's more of just a narcissist he's not as cold and calculating he's yeah. just like a big dumb oaf right he's not that kind of evil that has that type he's of not control. that calculated evil he's like no. he's if you were a D character playing donald trump you'd be more like chaotic neutral like yeah. i don't believe he has an evil heart i think he's just a stupid narcissist but, I mean, he does have an evil heart, but it's not like that yeah. pure vying for power evil that I think the Clintons, the Podestas, the fucking Koch brothers have. Koch brothers, no. Bill Gates, none of those people. Just that raw capitalist, like, I want to dominate other people. Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit too dumb to do that. Yeah, He just wants people to like. Yeah, he He's wants... like a big, like, fourth grader. Right. Like, he'll eat anything you give him. <laughs> oh, man. I want to watch Donald Trump eat, like the the rapper from an oreo box <laughs> <laughs> or like some soup that's a bit that like hasn't been heated like that one thing in your fridge that like you're never gonna touch or take out like that jar of applesauce that literally everyone has in their fridge that they might make brownies out of someday spoonfuls of marmalade <laughs> molasses Ugh. another reason uh Mossad and blackwater also wanted epstein dead he was a cia asset reportedly so it makes sense that you know either competing intelligence agencies or private intelligence agencies uh would want him out of the way so their competitors don't have another intelligence asset yeah one of my like co-workers uh was suggested was listening to something and they said that Jeffrey Epstein was working with the CIA and they had him killed. But I don't buy him being a strictly CIA asset because the CIA wouldn't have him killed because the CIA and the millionaires that he is in the pockets of are the same people. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the same side. Right. This... Like, I don't think, like, the CIA had more power over him dying than anybody else. Yeah, exactly. I, I think of all the people who we can rule out, um, the CIA acting independently of all the powers, despite their history of interfering with things, probably did not murder Jeffrey Epstein. Um, I think whoever did it, uh, if he was murdered and it was not a suicide, definitely is a private entity, possibly like government affiliated like the Clinton families or somebody who maybe wasn't useful for further trafficking children. Who knows why he got murdered? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I I don't know if Kevin Spacey. I think Kevin Spacey did it. You think Kevin Spacey did it? A hundred percent. Have you seen House of Cards? Yeah, I've seen House of Cards. Also, have you seen that like weird video that came out after those accusations? Yeah, I mean that. That's he's trying to get his 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 fame back. Yeah, that is uh, probably the biggest argument for Kevin Spacey being a secret hitman than anything else that's just pure lack of understanding social norms that a real psychopath would have right yeah that is just total and complete tone deafness he was definitely murdered because there's a lot of really suspicious shit 
Like, the fact that the prison he was in, the Manhattan whatever-whatever prison, did not have a suicide for 21 years, and he was the first. You really wanted, want me to believe that this incredibly high-profile criminal would be allowed to commit suicide? Like, that's not your highest priority at the prison? Right, yeah. Is uh, keeping him safe, like, giving him a couple tranks just to keep him zonked out. So he, like, like something like that's that is like if you had a triage, he is the one you treat first. Right. Yeah. He top priority. Um, it's like having a house full of Fabergé eggs and putting plastic on your furniture. <laughs> like that's what you want to protect. <laughs> yeah. And then a oh, also the guards watching him fell asleep. At, um, reportedly right. While he was you wouldn't have murdered. at least three people. And one of them it was like their first day or something. That is almost strategic mismanagement oh yeah like uh, top guys like it's shocking epstein didn't even bring his own people in to protect him like a bodyguard or maybe a some kind of security force yeah i mean easily he could have i gotten a cellmate to help protect him bribe some guy in prison whatever yeah, um, he's a fucking billionaire he has that kind of power yeah um so it's way too sus- suspicious super sus and then our third option, um, and I think easily this one is the most wild, is that Epstein isn't really dead. Like I said before, there was no dead man switch. CIA asset, which if the CIA is involved in this, maybe they killed a fake person, swapped Epstein out so they could, you know, continue to have Epstein as that CIA asset. And he's on that island with Tupac and Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tupac. A different island. Yeah. Jimmy Hoffa, too. And Hitler, too. No, I think Hitler would be dead by now. No, he's in a giant mech suit <laughs> that uh, BJ Blazkowicz didn't destroy yet. Who's DJ Bas? We've never fucking played Wolfenstein. No, I've never played Wolfenstein. It's a good game. Maybe we should fucking play it. No, I only play anime games like Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, no, I would believe that maybe it was a body double, but they did just do an autopsy on uh, Epstein. Well, you can do an autopsy on a body double too. Right, but. The thing that they found was that his wounds were consistent with like a death by hanging or strangulation, but the wounds were more commonly found with homicide than suicide. Interesting. But that is what you know the mainstream media is trying to get out. So, do we even know? R- right. The fact that this story is getting any traction whatsoever is suspicious. Still. You would think that the mainstream media would be trying to bury this as much as possible to manufacture our consent. But, like, major news outlets are covering this. This story's everywhere. I have yet to see anybody just in complete denial of this, whether it be right or left. It is the story. Do you think that maybe CNN had Jeffrey Epstein killed to boost ratings? Uh that See, that's a whole other theory, but I would also believe it. Yeah, that, like, the links that all the corporate media is willing to go through. Because, you know, it, it protects the people who own them and also helps boost their ratings. You kind of got that double-edged sword there. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. There's, yeah. no, there's no conspiracy theory I won't accept about this entire saga. Yeah, I, I think... the uh, I would, At this point, I would believe if QAnon killed him. <laughs> like, they did frickin', uh that mafia guy that mafia guy they got the wrong guy the wrong <laughs> mafia guy the q guy meant to kill epstein <laughs> no i think the q guy meant to kill the person 
who is going to murder Epstein or going to try and murder Epstein the first time. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be great. <laughs> this is 5D chess. The Q guy wanted... Okay, no, hear me out. The Q guy killed Frankie Callie because Frankie... That's his name, right? Uh, the sure. mafia guy. Let's just call him the mafia guy, whatever. The mafia guy was going to whack Epstein because Epstein is related to the mob. And if Epstein doesn't testify, then he couldn't speak out against the deep state right. and the adrenochrome. I buy it. No, Q had Epstein murdered. No, 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 no. Q is trying to keep Epstein alive. Oh, that, I mean, sorry. I got that backwards. Yeah. Q is trying to keep him alive. Right, yeah. And he meant to kill the cop who's going to try and strangle Epstein to death in his cell yeah, the first Yeah, Leone or whatever. Yeah, but You know, all those up. Italian names, they just sound the same. Okay, so we should probably, like, cut it so it sounds like we're just talking about it. Uh, we can just do a, tra yeah, do a transition. Okay. Yeah. Uh, something I want to talk about today is uh, the recent ice raids in Mississippi. Uh, I want to talk about this because Mississippi is only a state over from me. And, yeah, it's only a state over, so it's very close. And it's also very, very important just with the general trend of ICE, or ICE, as some people might call it. Just the general trend of their just sort of fascist raids on everybody. So uh, about last week, I think it was Monday, ICE raided several chicken processing plants in Mississippi. Uh, I can't get a solid number on how many, so it's either anywhere from five to seven. And they arrested about 680 people. And, uh, you know, 270 were actually deported. What happened to the and other... Um... They were just let free let because free. they were legal citizens. That's fucked. Yeah, so this is like kind of, you know, doing uh, kill them all and like God sort them, except it's arrest literally everybody and let some shitty alphabet agency sort them. It's vile. It's They went into these places and were just like, you look Mexican, you look Mexican, you look Mexican, and got them all. God. Even though most of, more than half weren't illegal immigrants. Were they in plain clothes or were they in full regalia? I didn't get that in my research. Regardless, they arrested 680 people. That's if it's the maximum of seven chicken processing plants, like I've seen, that's about a hundred people just grabbed. So yeah. that's horrible. That's Gestapo and, shit. Oh, you want to you want to hear what makes it worse? Yeah. This was on the first day of school in Mississippi. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, like, a bunch of kids came home, and their parents were just gone. And they just didn't know where they were. So it, it could be literally your first day away from your parents. And then they just leave you. Like, that is so traumatizing on a child. God, that's fucked up. And That's so awful, I know. Holy shit. Like, that had to have been planned. There's no way you, like... You, that's clearly a fear tactic. I have no idea. That's gotta be. Either way, it is absolutely disgusting. Completely. That's horrible. Holy shit. Yeah, and this, is, and this isn't just happening here. This has happened so many times across the country. It's just vile. And it does nothing just except terrorize uh, immigrants. Yeah, immigrants and, you know, legal citizens of the United States. Exactly. Which People is... who are doing nothing wrong, but just coming here, working, and helping, like, our society. Right. Well, even if, like, you are doing something wrong, you still shouldn't be subject to, one, deportation, 
or right. like being legally se- or illegally seized at your work by fucking cops. That's horrible. Right. Like that's awful. That's disgusting. It, it's inhumane. It's brutal. It's human rights violations. Uh, it, it's such a host of horrible, awful things. Um, so another thing, thing number two. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, the thing number two I want to talk about is so all these plants were owned by Coke Foods, not related to the Cokes. Okay, I was just about to ask that. that. No, because that would make this story even more fucked up. But it is still the six, uh, 163rd largest company in America. So it's not Coke Industries, but it's still in the Forbes Top 500. Um, and they supply Burger King, Kroger, and Walmart. So this is no small potatoes. This is a giant food conglomerate. So, And there's been some reports about, like, you know, uh, in, in a whole manufacturing consent field that oh, you know, these people were hired illegally, and that's the justification for ICE coming and raiding them and just ruining these people's lives, which is complete bullshit. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, especially with, like, immigration, um, that calls into a huge question of, like, labor ethics, and because it it essentially provides such a cheap source of labor. That's horrible. Like, the fact that you would say, hey, you're illegal in this country um you don't have a right to work here get the fuck out that's disgusting um especially when the u.s has spent years terrorizing you know honduras latin america where a lot of these people come from like what did you think would happen they would go to brazil like no they're gonna come here right like because it's the only place on this continent that doesn't suck Right. What do you think happens when you cause incredible democratic instability? Uh, do you think they're the just going to hop on a boat and wind up in Spain? No, they're just going to walk north. But that's, you know, that's all in the plans of these horrible people. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about that uh, a little bit. Um, so in my trying to just find any information about this events, um, I, ne- I had to check what Fox News had to say about this. And they're just dog shit, horrible xenophobic uh, reporting. Um, they said that many people uh, said in the community that all these chicken plants were owned by a Chinese man in California. That was their justification for also raiding here. Not that just that it's hiring illegal immigrants, but it's owned by, you know, some kind of sneaky Chinaman uh, from that liberal gay state. Oh, that's that's fucking awful. I know. <laughs> like, you know, he twisted his long mustache and it was like, mm, I'm going to undercut the chicken manufacturing industry. Like, what? Like, do people actually believe this? Oh, my God. Because I read that and I was like, this is dog shit. At this point, they're they're trying to invent reasons to justify this beyond like, oh, they're illegal immigrants. And it's it's one thing to like push like, hey, they're illegal immigrants. It's against the law. Um which, you know, is fucked up and horrible and disgusting in its own right, but then to continue to further push the blame to be like, oh, no, this factory is, in fact, not owned by an American. Furthermore, it should be raided and these people should be kicked out is such an aggressive, racist, xenophobic media tactic. And it's like, what is this, the 20s? Yeah. Like, like where are you? <laughs> are you people really afraid of that? I don't know. Either way, Fox News and the uh, the Daily Stormer are the same thing. <laughs> right, yeah. At this point that you you're reading the same shit, um, especially with Tucker Carlson and Ann Coulter. Is Ann, Ann Coulter's the I think Ann Coulter didn't she get a job at CNN? Right. Who am I thinking of? 
Uh, Sean Hannity? No, 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 no. There's a, there's a girl on... Tommy? No, she's older. One of them. One of it them. It doesn't fucking the matter. Older They're all, all... They are literally manufactured like replicants of Blade Runner. Um, Fox News just is a big oil-filled tank that just, like, mannequins are pressed. They, like, dip them in, and out comes, like, a blonde Republican woman... Oh, for that your... doesn't have any distinguishable features. Oh, God, just for your conservative family to just, like, get really horny about. Just for, like, your weird uncle or even, unfortunately, maybe your dad. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. So that's what the reactionary Republican conservative media reported. Um, and you want to hear else that makes the story fucked up? Yeah. The chicken processing plants immediately had a job fair afterwards. Like, not even phased by it. Like, okay, well, let's get some more in. There was no, like, hey, are you the people who weren't arrested um, and hauled off to their dooms? Which, also, I, we keep talking about the 400 people who were illegally arrested, who were citizens. But, you know, it's also the 200 people who were just hauled off to their doom. You're right. To back to gang violence, right. uh, instability, what have you, in their native countries. We, where they'll I, likely just die. Yeah. E- equally fucking horrible and awful. God, it's fucked up. But they, they had a fucking job fair. There was no just like somebody to just not even the foreman foreman to come onto the floor and be like, hey, sorry. No apology, nothing. Just like, you just know. no compassion. Just like, okay, let's get some more chickens out here. Take a half day. Like, sorry. So, Adam, this is why, you know, you shouldn't eat the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. You fool. Yeah, I think that's a huge case for veganism is like the labor involved in these chicken. I mean, there is no ethical consumption. Literally, the cartel runs the avocado trade. So my hands aren't clean either. You can't reasonably buy any agricultural product and be 100% morally exculpated. You know, I'd rather buy avocados from the cartel than from the U.S. government. (laughs) Yeah. At least the cartel might do some cool shit. Right, at least the cartel is all about cocaine. Yeah, you might get some, like, a free brick of cocaine in the avocados, too. Equally better than government-regulated avocados. So, and then moving on, I this whole story is just fucking vile, and I want to not think about it, but I can't. This whole ice raids thing that just keeps happening and across our communities and across industries... It's just another tactic of capitalism to prevent the workers from mobilizing. Oh, absolutely. It's it's fear tactics. Like if you right. you can't come into work, you can't unionize, you know. Right. And then in, you can't you're... have a union if you don't have a job and you don't live in this country anymore. Yeah, and then it's... and if the threat of going back to your death is to prevent you from forming a union, you probably won't start a union. And even if you are likely to start a union, then your name gets flagged on the list of the 400 people who are legally here when they come to arrest you that like hey make sure this person also gets roughed up a little bit so they know not to start a union right so i mean these aren't just like trends to you know oppress minorities and make sure labor is cheap to keep people afraid you know they're also tactics against unions and making sure that like hey you fucking ask for health care you're gonna get got uh you want the most basic trinket health care like, something that people in, like, Pakistan would laugh at. Oh, sorry, you're going to die. Uh, basically, yeah, this is just a further extension of a long, long trend of trying to dodge unions. If you don't know anything about the history of mer- uh, migrations and just sort of globalization, 
Uh, let me just give you a brief rundown. So in the beginning of industrialization, you would just build a factory in a city and you would sell things to people who lived outside of city, the city and employ people that worked in the city. So if you wanted to start, uh, I don't know, let's say a textile mill in Cleveland, you could only hire people in Cleveland and you were pretty much screwed because you couldn't take that textile mill anywhere else because you, you all ha- you had all your money in Cleveland, right? Yeah. So yeah. with the advent of the highway and uh, the telephone and other communications devices and transportation systems, you could move capital around a little bit easier. So following World War II, uh, with you know the invention of the highway and all this, these things that we would consider technological miracles, all these companies realized, well, we don't have to keep making textiles in Cleveland because down south they don't have unions or anything that would prevent us from paying people dog shit wages and treating them like slaves. So a lot of companies, they decided to move their operations to Dixieland down south just so they wouldn't have to pay anybody anything because the south doesn't have a history of unions partially and thanks to slavery which i can go into this tangent on another time but basically the south has no established left it has no labor unions so you can do whatever you at that time you could do literally whatever you wanted to these people and that is why most of our major american cities started to suffer in the mid-century because all of the employers left and then more towards the 1980s and 1990s a lot of the people in the south they started to you know become a little more visible and they got consciousness so they no longer could exploit people in the south predominantly african-americans in these factories so we started kicking all them out and hiring hispanics and illegal immigrants but once again the cycle repeats itself and these people are now becoming way more visible in our society and they're becoming more conscious and they want you know basic human rights and things that any other country would provide you so the government is like well now we need to stamp down on them and that's what the ice raids are trying to accomplish yeah this is the the topic on of illegal immigration and labor has been a topic that has been brought up before on the rockcast um i don't know if you remember when angela nagel okay uh went on fox news but she, she was big about presenting um one of the, the left case against open borders. And she was like, hey, we open our borders. We open ourselves up to these cheap sources of labor who will come in and undercut unions. That was, it was, that was basically her thesis. So essentially, under capitalism, there is no good border solution or, or good fix to these labors, right? Only you know, broad unionization movements across the U.S. will you know, help continue to... It's the best way to do socialism in your community is Mm -hmm. try to get involved in a union or try to find a union job or something like that. That's incredibly fucked up. It's horrible. It's disgusting. Ice is bad. You know what? And especially, too, I I hear all the time about, like, ice raids. Like, I see the catchy videos online of, like, ice people showing up in plain clothes and just coming to arrest somebody, which is equally fucked up. But, like, I have not heard about these mass raid cases where ice will on the same day target you know 700 people to arrest them and try to kick them out of the country like indiscriminately too without warrants without like any reasonable or probable cause they just know hey these places employ a lot of people people of color yeah good places well to um, raid. in the uh 
mild research I did. Uh, they, I have read that they did have a warrant under, the, you know, the guise of like, oh, these companies hired illegal immigrants. However, nobody responsible for hiring these people had any repercussions. So it's a gross miscarriage of good justice, too. Yeah, that's if they're pl- applying the law incredibly narrowly and incredibly specifically. I mean, it, it's to further the wants and needs of the wealthy owner class. Not, exactly. You know, these laws laws exist to protect those people. They know don't exi- exist to protect little guys, people of color, things like that. They laws are a function of capitalism. That's one of the reasons why like legalese exists is to one make sure you need a law degree to write these laws. Understand anything. Right. It's it's completely horrible and disgusting. Yeah, lawyers are pieces of human shit. So, do you want to move on to a lighter note? or anything? Yeah, let's talk about something that won't make me want to kill myself. Yeah, we're going to make fun of some cranks. Um, oh, cranks. Good old-fashioned Ohio cranks. So, obviously, these come from my one of my favorite publications, the Brunswick Post. Um, let me shift around my screens real quick. Now, it is worth noting that Brunswick is both of our hometowns, as we were both born and raised, but most of my formative years there. Yeah, uh, the small suburban city. And we have a free paper called the Brunswick Post. And it, God, it's such a piece of fucking shit. If you don't know anything about the post or you haven't bothered to go read it, one good on you. Which you you shouldn't. Yeah, that's very smart of you. Um, But two, there's kind of like this uh, tier system. So the post is owned by this guy named Bruce Trogdon. And he likes to publish his own little letter in the fucking paper every week in his publisher's notebook system or um, segment. And... He's like a, a very center-left guy who's like, you know, Bernie's got some good ideas, but I'm, they're just too hard to implement. So let's just vote for Joe Biden. Maybe Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, guy's a complete fucking tool. And then usually his guest column will be an older white guy who kind of agrees with him, but is a little bit more conservative-leaning, which is just kind of disgusting. All of these people will open up their column with like, you know, I generally agree with Bruce, but we have a few disagreements. And then they proceed to either post something racist or fascist or like when hate and logic collide and then go on for paragraphs about how like people hate Robert Mueller. But you know what? There's nothing illegal about him. But we're not going to read those people um, because they have like, a bizarre sense of conscious conscience. So they're, they think they're doing what's right. Yeah. I've pulled out some even of, if it's deeply, deeply flawed. Yeah, I've pulled out some um, uh, some highlights uh, from the post over the last couple of months while we've been on break. And I think the first one I'm going to open up with is my buddy Dwayne Risco. Um, he's not my friend. I've never met this man, but he's my favorite crank because he always posts something completely horrible. And Bruce Trogdon is like, yeah, I'll publish it, even though I completely disagree with you. Which he probably free marketplace of ideas. So let's read this article. It's fucking horrible. From Dwayne Risco. True Christians can't follow the homosexual lifestyle. To the editor. It is time to educate the so-called Christian community when it comes to the LGBTQ movement. Within true Christianity, one cannot join hands with the gay, sodomite movement that is not only sweeping America, but the globe as well. For true Christians, we hold to the Bible, the King James Version, as the final authority. God never changed his stand on what he calls sin. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever with his laws. 
Then he puts an ellipses there for no goddamn reason. Wait, wait, wait. He's the same forever, but you're a fucking Protestant? That makes no sense. Yeah, it's dumb. There's no fucking Yeah, it's, it's pointless trying to figure out the logic of any reactionary. Yeah. Because there isn't any. It doesn't matter. And then, you know, he goes on for this for a couple paragraphs. Um, he quotes the Bible and he talks about how God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah with fire and brimstone because of homosexuality, which to be a pedant is not true. That's not why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because they raped fucking angels. Um, and so he burnt that place to the fucking ground. So God was kind of a feminist. Uh, <laughs> now, I know... And- <laughs> he goes on to say, Now, I know I will be called a homophobic bigot extremist, religious fanatic, and God only knows what else, so be it. A true Bible-believing Christian can never compromise in order to get along. It can cost you your job, friendships, and sometimes your life. Just a big... Sp- I don't remember the last time somebody was murdered in the United States of America. Uh, yeah, or for being Christian. Ever for being Christian I, can, I being know certainly I can probably think of a case of the opposite. Yeah, I, you can think, think of many cases of the exact opposite. Um, inc- he goes on from just like railing against the homophobic lifestyle to just like a bizarre, inconsistent, transphobic paragraph. Um, in closing, God made man and male. God made man, male and female. Period. You are not born gay, no matter what false teachers claims. Read the Bible. You cannot call yourself a Christian and follow the homosexual lifestyles. Look. God offers repentance to the gays as well as other people would call upon. His only begotten son, Jesus, for forgiveness. He doesn't want anyone to burn in hell, but you must make that choice. So just some good old-fashioned fire and brimstone from just a royal piece of shit who believes some insane fucking garbage. So I have a question, Adam. Have you tried to become Facebook friends with any of these people? Uh, yes, I tried to find Dwayne <laughs> on Facebook. Could not find him. <laughs> Okay, I mean, because you just got to say you're from Brunswick, and maybe, just maybe, they'll, you know, be your friend. Right. I also want to go back to this quote. It can cost you your job, friendships, and sometimes your life. How, like, I wonder if this guy is so homophobic, he's pushed away his entire family, and, like, has Undoubtedly. lost his, his he, job He's, and like, shit the kind it. of weirdo that's having a Doritos and bologna sandwich on Thanksgiving. Oh, that picture is so fucking good. <laughs> oh man i fucking love it but yeah Dwayne, like Dwayne Riscoe can't be happy like all of this fucking like homophobia and hate that is contained within his being it can't make for a fun existence to get pissed every time you see just like somebody happy and in love and expressing who you are all right uh do we have more cranks oh yeah i got i've got a couple more cranks okay we got some more cranks yeah crank it up yeah i've got i'm gonna go for a short one just to break up the pacing a little bit have you considered that you might be wrong to the editor question to climate change denier out there what happens if you're wrong that's it that's the whole thing that's it (laughs) yeah god that's like that one shitty cartoon that's in every environmental science textbook and it's like what if we make the world a better place and all this is bullshit like (laughs) What do you mean, what if we're wrong? Okay, we'll just go back to what we were doing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, trying to be vegetarian for two weeks and not liking it. Like, you just go back to what you were doing. It's not that hard. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. This is for like climate change deniers. Like. Oh. Yeah. Not this is okay. So I got it backwards. Yeah, you got it backwards. Um. Oh, okay. So yeah. what if the deniers are wrong? Yeah. Then they just fucking die. <laughs> It seems like the answer. They just drowned. They drowned in fucking Wyoming. <laughs> right. Like, this is like a, a dumbest liberal quip being like, have you thought about what happens if you're wrong? And it's like, no, of course they fucking haven't because they don't fucking think about it. Like, Because they, they just don't care because they li- they go to the fucking work factory for 50 hours a week and their only solace is just shit posting and drinking like bud light oh my god just just trying to do like like if if that's the thing you think is going to convince climate change deniers not even convince people just like sway them a little bit then oh yeah for Snar- like a... snarkiness the one thing that uh can just change anyone's mind and oh. not make anyone double down on their behavior Absolutely. You you see Sam B being snarky snarky on television and that reaffirms your belief and you're like Huh, maybe if I'm snarky, people will believe what I believe. Oh, and I hate liberals. Try to be snarky to your uncle, and he starts getting red faced and foaming at the mouth and talking about communists. Well, okay, I will add snarkiness is a great tactic against liberals, though. Because my uh, one, like, my stepdad and, like, my family visited me down here, and, like, we were having some drinks, getting dinner, and my aunt brought up, like, who are we all voting for for the election? And naturally, I was like, my boy, my my lord and savior, Bernie motherfucking Sanders. And that just fucking pilled him. And he, like, went on this awful neoliberal rant for, like, an hour about, like, you know, Tulsi Gabbard and, like, fucking, um, I don't even know their names, Kamala Harris and, like, how they're... Yo. Yo, you cut out. Fuck. Yeah. What was the last word you heard me say? Uh, something about Kamala Harris and Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, no, snarkiness is great if you want to trigger a lip. <laughs> Not great if you want to, like, change anyone's mind. No, absolutely horrible. But, yeah. So, uh, just lib snarkiness. There's a lot more people going off here. There's another short one I'll come back to after we... UFOs, man. UFOs. Yeah, they're real. Let me... Where is it? Oh, yeah. Here it is. There's a good reason to think we're not alone in this galaxy. To the editor. Okay. Your UFO article poll brought back memories of my own sightings of UFOs. After two years of engineering school, I enlisted in the U.S. Air Force with an understanding that I would attend the Air Force's electronics school for a year. Upon completion in 1952, I was offered the choice of teaching or joining the Northern Air Defense. I selected the Air Defense. Our goal was to detect and identify and deter aircraft from entering our northern airspace. When an unscheduled aircraft was detected by radar, we tried to contact it by radio, and most had satisfactory reasons and changed course. When the aircraft failed to respond, we directed two of our jets to intercept the UFO. Two additional jets were also available if needed. They never were needed as far as I was concerned. When our jet pilots returned... They provided information describing the unidentified aircraft, its speed, direction, and the pilot's experience intercepting the unidentified aircraft. Not all, but some described UFOs that were far superior to our then-used aircrafts. 
I mean, I think most UFOs are going to be superior to our aircrafts. Right, able to because change. they're they're made by defense contractors who are just trying to milk as much money. I and never... like to deca- accidentally decapitate a bunch of pilots in the process. God, I, a one in four chance of just decapitating somebody on like an airplane that cost five billion dollars to research. But we can't have healthcare. God, fucking horrible. After I, my discharge in 1955, we moved to Brunswick, and the space race with Russia's Sputnik uh, began. Sightings Ooh, were so, so... This is a real old frickin' crank. Yeah. Sightings were so common that newspapers provided scheduled sighting times. One night, my dad and I were watching Sputnik as bright as a star, when suddenly an orange figure was seen following Sputnik at a safe distance. As the orange object turned and disappeared, Dad said... Did you see that other spaceship? I don't recall my reply, but history shows that the USA had won the space race when we put two men on the moon. As yes, for the we pole, won after a track record of losing. Because, <laughs> you know, we weren't the first in space. Hey, we're baby. the first on the moon. Hey, we're hey, the first in orbit. Your, your scoreboard doesn't matter in the middle of the game. The only thing that matters is that score at the fucking end. And we won. So, like, 10 to 2? The Soviets totally kicked our asses. Well, I mean, if you if you like if you don't wait them, like, then yeah, the Soviet kicked our asses. But if you wait the moon landing pretty heavily, then we we demolish them. But yeah, but they were there first. They literally got a rover on the moon before we got people there. Yeah, but we put human beings there. Um, did but did we though? Yes, we did. If it's highly contested, does that even matter? <laughs> Like, if we, we don't definitely even believe it, did we even win? Right, yeah. A UFO crank from 1952 in the wake of recent military sighting. I'll tell you what, I don't, I, 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 I kind of believe, I, I want to believe this guy's story. Because I think it's fun to believe that this guy was on an air, air, air base in the 1950s and saw a UFO. For a crank, this guy's probably, like, hundred years old at this point like yeah he he's like you know reagan saying he liberated Dachau. yeah like this is just fun like i'm not gonna piss on this guy's dream no like he, am... he saw a ufo sure yeah but i i just thought it was whatever like, a great story to share um, yeah no that's that's wholesome ufo sightings are always fun um i yeah. i enjoy i enjoy it but yeah I, I i enjoy a good alien story um there is just an interesting theory, not a theory, but a point I want to bring up. I don't know if you've ever heard this. The theory is, you know, like how people say that aliens control the government? Yeah. That in the 90s and 80s, there's like a big fall off in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. So basically, every conspiracy theory that involved Jews just became replaced with aliens. For most of the 20th and 19th century, you might have a conspiracy theory that says Jews control the world. But replace that with aliens. Aliens and lizard people? Huh. Yeah, it's just that just a sci fi way of saying Jewish. Yeah. I it makes sense. I yeah. I, I just uh got through reading Preacher, um, fantastic comic book series. The guy is a con- one of the characters in the book is constantly shooting up in the air and saying, One day I'm gonna get those Martian N words, uh, and they're gonna fall out of the sky. <laughs> uh, so like Alien spacecraft theory is very, and like the othering and conspiracy theories, very much tied to racism and anti-Semitism. Yeah, I've got two more I want to share. Okay, Trump Russia Gate man, what do you? Yeah, we can skip this one if you Who want. Who cares? Just it, it doesn't matter. 
the the Russians didn't influence our election no more than you know just capital, just did. capital and voter suppression. Uh, and they're they're they all of them. Everybody wants Robert Mueller to stop. There are at least three or four of these within the last two months. I think they more frequently appeared than just like complaining about town hall hearings or local representatives or any bullshit like that. Robert Mueller's lengthy uh, investigation of collusion between Donald Trump and the Russians during the 2016 campaign threw a bone to the Democrats. In my opinion, this was a deliberate on Mueller's part to somehow continue ongoing investigations by Democrat haters of Trump. The Democrats' goal was all along has been to impeach the president, feeling confident. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Even though, like, that's Nancy... how parties work, right? <laughs> no shit, their goal is going to be to get the other guy out, right? That's the whole like. That's, that's why how we... fucking baseball works. <laughs> These people. Like... Why don't the two baseball teams just cooperate to get as many home runs as possible? That's called the home run derby, you fucking. Asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like complete fucking assholes, just being like. Trump haters have to stop, and they're uh, paying. Get, they're gonna pay for their mistakes. This by Robert Mueller is unconscionable and has no basis to continue. There seems to be a sinister undercurrent, undercurrent going on with this relentless persecution of our president, and all hopes of wiser head prevailing in the Democratic Party has been diminished. This unreasonable wanton hate by Democrats and Trump supporters has to end for the sake of all America. All right, pop quiz. Okay. Do you think this was written by a man or a woman? I honestly, uh, woman. Right. You, you hit nail on the head. It, women Trump supporters uh, freak me the fuck out and scare me. Um, I mean, normal Trump supporters do, too. Yeah. I mean, not normal, but, you know, male Trump supporters. Just anybody. Yeah. But like, Anybody who, like, unironically thinks this is a good idea. Yeah, to be uh, a woman or somebody who's not a part of the hedge money and support Trump, like, you gotta be doing a lot of mental gymnastics for that kind of shit. It's, a, that, that can't be, like, an easy thing to spend your nights justifying while somebody's trying to, like, prevent your daughter from having an abortion if she ever gets, like... I think it's... Perhaps it's maybe not even mental gymnastics. It might just be a lack of information. I always try to assume the best about people. I, as hard as it is to believe, not everybody are, is a fucking weirdo like us who just, like, jerks off to weird internet, like, news. Some people just, like, go to work, and then they're just tired, and they're like, well, I'm going to watch some football. Huh, I like this Trump guy. He says some weird things. Well, I find it hard to believe if you're writing a letter to the paper about the Mueller investigation and people attacking the president, that, like, you haven't somehow had yeah. just, like, some news exposure to, like, the fact that he started off his presidency by being sued by a girl who said Sorry, he... Sorry, yeah, I completely lost track of what I was saying. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. I, I definitely get, like, sometimes you need to, like... Assume the best, you know, people have the best intention. intentions, maybe they have a lack of information. But anybody who is seeking to, the like, have a public voice, especially in your local paper, one, you have to assume they're pretty well informed. Otherwise, they wouldn't have such, like, a brain cancer enough to write into a local paper. And so, you know, I think that's a fair assumption. And I think, like, it, it's fair game to dog on anybody who, who feels they want to, like, publish their wacky idea. Yeah, that or it's just raw Dunning-Kruger effect. What is and, the Dunning-Kruger effect? So basically, 
the less you know about something, like let's say you just took like Psych 101, the more inclined you are to believe that you are an expert in it. It's kind of like the inverse of the imposter effect. Okay. Where like, let's say you know a lot about, I don't know, knitting, but like you feel like you know nothing about knitting. It's the opposite of that. Okay. Cool, cool. So it's like, let's say these people have maybe read a couple op-ed albums and like watched the news a couple times, but they somehow think, you know, they're an expert on this entire topic. You mean like me? Like us, yeah. 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 Exactly. But I know that I'm we're terrible podcasters. Oh, yeah. Completely. And then the only people that are going to listen to this are our immediate friends. Hey, you know what? Immediate friend retweets it because they laughed at a joke. Hey, you know. That's something. Might go yeah. somewhere. It's something. It, it, I'm... I'd rather be doing this than not. Yeah, I mean, it, even if it's just, you know, a nice time for us to catch up and talk about cranks. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's just chalking with your bros. 2019. Yeah, the 2019. Hanging with your bros, hanging with your br- buds, cracking open a cold one with the boys, even though that meme yeah, is like three years old. Listen, we are completely living this awful neoliberal hellscape where we're all completely alienated from each other. And if, you know, Drinking a beer while on the other side of the country is all your friends is the way that you uh, find meaning in your life. That's uh, that's something, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's the exact way to go. So I've got one last crank. Yeah, one more crank. She has a case of like sub- suburban mom messiah complex. Okay, so um, can I speak to your manager kind of haircut? Show of patriotism did not go unnoticed in Strongsville to the editor. A shout out to Councilman Carbone and Shawnet for decorating our streets on July 4th with mini flags at our mailboxes. It was a nice surprise and a grand gesture. Thank you. Goes on. While I proudly fly my American flag that flag daily, I noticed many others put theirs out also on that day. Home of the free because of the brave. So I think this lady thinks that because she flies her flag every day, people just suddenly noticed and then they put their flags up. But, like, yo, it's the fucking 4th of July. What the? Like, everyone's going to be doing that? Everyone puts their flags up. It's a, a national holiday. It's the one day most people don't have to work. Like, we are indoctrinated since, like, we're children to treat this day special. Right. Like, the, the lack of self-awareness and, like, ob- just just observation and being able to put two and two together here. Like, mind-boggling, man. I bet she thinks she, like, saves Christmas every year by putting up her wreath and, like, blow up Frosty the Snowman. Oh, my God. And th- this person's from Strongsville, too. So you, you know they have, a, like, a huge yard with a lot of gaudy decorations, too. One thing I love about New Orleans, you can't build a suburb because it's a fucking swamp. And, like, you know, you live in the city or you live in, like, a shack. <laughs> There's, like, we have it, some suburbs, like, out in Metairie. But even then, like, you can't have a yard. So it's like you're a very dense suburb. Oh, it's fucking great. Oh, this urban density makes me want to nut. Anything else you want to talk about? That's kind of it. I mean, I think anything else we'd have to do a whole nother episode on. Well, speaking of a whole nother episode, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, And remember, QAnon fucked up uh, protecting Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Yeah, they really blew it. (laughs) All right. uh, Bye, guys. All right. Lates.